And headache is a neurochemical disorder. As a result, um, we sometimes get people who uh, have headaches that go out of control and require them to be out of the normal school situation for a couple of years, uh, be unable to work for a couple of years or more, in essence, be disabled by their headaches. But since it is neurochemical, then a lot of times we can find the right combination of medications and lifestyle management techniques. Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser, positive health psychologist and coach, also author of the triple award-winning book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. I'm also a keynote and TEDx speaker and a podcaster, obviously. As listeners to the podcast know, my general format is to present a different guest every week who leads his or her own life enthusiastically and has various ways of helping each of us to become better versions of ourselves. Every once in a while, particularly during holiday weeks, I uh, kind of do a solo podcast. Over the course of the year, there are certain topics that I like to uh, make sure that we bring up, discuss, give you the opportunity to process it. And uh, one of the ways that I can, can ensure that that takes place is by making sure that I have a podcast that's devoted to one or more of those topics. And that's the case today. So while we don't have a guest, I have what I think is an interesting topic that I hope will be motivational for you, maybe even get you to think about changing certain behaviors to enable you to become the best version of yourself for as long as you can be. Uh, and that gets us into the issue of health span. You know, we all know about the lifespan. And uh, while the lifespan in the United States is still in the high 70s, it has been dropping in recent years. And there are a number of uh, uh, reasons for it. Uh, obviously, the COVID pandemic has affected lifespan. Uh, we've got an opioid epidemic that takes out a large number of younger individuals who would normally live a fuller uh, and longer life. Uh, there is also certainly a school of thought that says that our healthcare system, while it does a good job of taking care of the sick, doesn't do as good a job in terms of health promotion so that people don't necessarily uh, live the healthiest lifestyles that they can. And that's where we get into the issue of health span. A lot of people aren't aware of the term, but it is an important one to know and to relate to. The health span is actually the amount of 
or the length of time that a person is healthy, not just alive, but actually healthy. And what uh, the research has demonstrated is for the average person, the health span is really only about 80% of the lifespan, that about 20% of the lifespan is dependent for many, many people on uh, primarily relating to the, the healthcare system because of illness, uh, disease, and limited uh, health. Now, for most people, that's going to be the last 20% of their life, if in fact the health span is 20% shorter uh, than their lifespan. We do get some differences. Uh, as many of you may know, I work in, have worked in the headache field for decades, and headache is a neurochemical disorder. As a result, um, we sometimes get people who uh, have headaches that go out of control and require them to be out of the normal school situation for a couple of years, uh, be unable to work for a couple of years or more, in essence, be disabled by their headaches. But since it is neurochemical, then a lot of times we can find the right combination of medications and lifestyle management techniques that can bring chemistry into balance. So it's not unusual for uh, a headaches uh, patient to have part of their uh, lifespan that isn't that isn't in the health span occur uh, at a particular time, and then they return to the health span and lifespan overlapping. But it's more common that people are healthy throughout a certain point in their life. And then again, on average, the, the final 20% of the life uh, lifespan is spent being quite reliant upon the medical, medical care system. Now, obviously the goal is to reduce that you want to be able to live as long as possible with a high quality of life, to be healthy for most of your life. And um, if you are sick, if you do have a chronic disease or illness, you hope that that will only impact upon you during a relatively short part of your life. You really don't want one fifth of your life uh, being just living and existing, but not feeling healthy. The good news is there is a lot that we can do to be able to prolong the, the health span and make sure that it takes up the, uh, the bulk, the vast majority of the lifespan, much more than 80%. As I have pointed out numerous occasions, some people have been dealt a poor deck of cards from a genetic standpoint, but for most people, the things that we do from a lifestyle management standpoint will enable us to prolong the health span.
Uh, again, genetics plays a role. Sometimes circumstances being in a severe accident or something like that can shorten the health span. But again, people are able for the most part to prolong the health span by the way that they lead their lives. And it's really quite simple. It's the stuff you've been taught all along and the stuff that is included in what I call the non-negotiable four. Uh, eating healthy, owning your body through exercise, adequate sleep, meditation, keeping the brain active, and staying socially connected. You add to it things like not smoking, uh, limited use of alcohol. Uh, again, regular exercise is very important for the body and the brain. Um, certain foods can be toxic to you. Uh, and that's why it's really, really important to be able to manage the lifespan, the health span in a way that prolongs it and keeps you functioning. I wrote the book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. And in it, I identified seven keys to rejuvenating. Now, while that was written for individuals in the second half century of life, it's applicable to everybody. And the earlier you start, the better it's going to be, the greater the chances are that you're going to stay healthy. It's what I like to call starting to grow old early. So I don't use old as a, as a negative term. So starting to grow er, old early uh, requires, again, I have the seven keys in, in the book. I break it down to 77 different possible behaviors. Uh, not everybody is going to use the same behaviors. But everything starts with the mindset, which is key number one. Being able to uh, stay positive, stay confident, stay in control of your body and your mind. Uh, and again, lots of things that we can do about that, including keeping the brain active. When people get to be my age, a lot of times they fear the loss of cognitive functioning, memory, uh, Alzheimer's, dementia, and so on. And uh, there's a lot of evidence now to show that if it's non-genetic, and, and there are cases of, of genetic Alzheimer's and dementia, if it's non-genetic, we can really do a lot to keep the brain active by continuing to learn, continuing to be involved with others, and to continue to exercise, which uh, produces blood flow and oxygen in the brain uh, and really increases the chances of prolonging the health span. So that's, that's key number two. Key number three is uh, eating healthy, making sure that what we put in our mouths on a regular basis, there may be deviations, but is adequate 
but not excessive. That fruits and vegetables make up the major part of our diet. We don't have to be vegetarian or vegan unless that's your philosophy. And if you do, uh, then you, you want to make sure that you eat the foods that provide adequate protein and so on. But everybody should think in terms of a, what is called a plant forward diet, a diet that is rich in fruits and vegetables. Uh, again, half uh, or more of the plate should consist of it. Uh, two helpings of fruit and three of vegetables is a good lower limit. Um, more than that is, is, is helpful. Staying hydrated, uh, you know, that kind of stuff is, enables us to uh, have a healthy eating plan that you want to be able to bring into older adulthood too. Owning your body is key number four. Uh, again, I like to uh, break it down. Uh, I recognize that most people stop at saying exercise is, is a tremendous key. It's the most important probably, but if you don't sleep adequately, that's, that's going to counteract what you do, uh, a lot of what you do exercise-wise. It's also important to take time to rest. I think one of the best ways of doing that, aside from sleep, is to build some meditation time into your day. Very, very important. Um, so we got four keys now. Then we get into the social keys, one of which is to stay socially connected. We know that loneliness is a killer that's akin to, uh, that, that uh, yields death rates, premature death rates uh, that are very similar to smoking, obesity, and a generally sedentary lifestyle. So staying socially connected is real important. And then the, the sixth key, if the fifth is staying socially connected, but doing good for others surprisingly helps us to stay healthy. It's one of the easier things that you can do because, you know, we're, we're connected. So look for opportunities to reach out for others. Uh, reach out to others. Uh, think about people you haven't been in touch with. And, and, you know, reach out to them, be willing and able to volunteer and do nice things for other people. It may seem simple, but nice people tend to get a cascade of nice things happening to them. They tend to be less stressed because they've got less to be stressed about. And certainly the, the reduction of stress helps to increase the, light, the health span. And lastly, and this is real important, is to enjoy uh, and appreciate the goodness that surrounds you. Maybe tough some days because uh, there's a lot of negative news out there. But, you know, to be able to take the time, get out and enjoy nature, uh, enjoy your relationships, 
enjoy the fact that sometimes the traffic works and you get to a place on time without feeling rushed. Enjoy the fact that you can turn on the shower and appropriate temperature water uh, comes out. You know, enjoy it, embed it, even write it down in a gratitude journal uh, at the end of the day. So we've got, you know, these seven keys. If you can do a big part of them, you know, having a positive mindset, keeping the brain active, eating healthy, owning your body, staying socially connected, uh, doing good for other people and appreciating the good that surrounds you. And again, an even more simple way of uh, remembering it is to think in terms of the uh, uh, of the non-negotiable four, uh, you know, eating healthy, exercising and owning your body, staying socially connected, and keeping the brain active. Remember, our goal is to try and have as long a health span as possible. And hopefully the health span and lifespan will be pretty much equal. Uh, the famous gerontologist, Dr. Walter Bortz, wrote a book that said, uh, that was titled, We Live Too Short and Die Too Long. Uh, we wanna be able to reverse that, you know, 20% gap between lifespan and health span is too long. Let's cut it down so that the lifespan and the health span pretty much are the same, that you're healthy for most of your life till hopefully the final few days. It's much, much more fun to be alive and healthy rather than to be alive and sick. And again, we need the healthcare system to be able to uh, and meet the needs of those who are sick. But let's become the kinds of people who rely on it for a shorter period of our life, other than for routine and preventive care. It's one of the things that is within our grasp in most cases. And it's something that people don't often think about. But hopefully this uh, podcast will get you to kind of consider it. What am I doing to prolong my health span and make it last for as long as my lifespan. It's a good goal to aim at, uh, and I'd certainly be happy to discuss this with any of you. I uh, hope you'll pass the word along. I hope you'll download the podcast. Hope you, that you will tell your friends about it, rate it, review it, and be back next week when we really will have a guest with the podcast. So again, this is Dr. Ron Kaiser. Uh, my book is Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm, but you don't have to be old to read it. And uh, everybody stay positive.
and stay safe out there. See you the next time.